Welcome to the Together Family Ministries podcast, a conversation to help your family live as a Christian family. We hope that your family will join with us in the relentless pursuit of obedient disciples. Hey, why don't you jump on back into a time machine with me, if you will. Now, I don't know how old your kids are, but can you remember that moment when you held your first child in your arms? You couldn't stop smiling, and all these thoughts just started to flood your mind. Wow, I have the responsibility to raise this child. And if you're like me, your heart and mind was just overflowing with thoughts and ideas and uncertainties and and, uh, hopes and dreams. But also, there was a, a prayer that would emerge from our lips as we held our child, as we thought about them growing up, and we're saying, Lord, this child, in my case, a son, this son is yours. And I pray that I steward their life well, that I disciple them to know you more fully, that their faith someday would become real. Hey, I'm J.R. Rushick, and I'm your host for this episode. It's a very special episode, the very first episode of the Together Family Podcast, where we have this commitment to a relentless pursuit of obedient disciples. So we believe this happens in the church, but we also believe, and this is very important here, that true discipleship also happens in your family, in your household. And every parent feels the weight of responsibility when they think about their faith being transferred into the life of their kids. But we're not alone in this journey. You know, as you watch your kids grow, the uh, sleepless nights turn into memorable days and time begins to fly by. And with each setting sun, you just begin to realize how important your influence is in their life. So you have this awareness of a limited amount of time with your kids. And you ask, How can I make the most of it? More importantly, how can I effectively lead them to develop a faith of their own? Said another way, how can I disciple my children? Well, the good news is, is this podcast and the Together Family Ministry is focused on helping you do just that. Now, you need to do the discipleship, but we're going to come alongside you on this journey. So I would encourage you to hit subscribe and share this podcast with others as each episode will give you tricks and tips and tools and a biblical perspective on raising godly children and having a Christian household, a Bible household. And we're believing in great things. Now, for today, I just want to take a minute and look at one verse. It's a very short verse, and it's a familiar verse. And I think it can help us a great deal when it comes to discipling our kids. So what is most important when we talk about discipleship? What's one of the key indicators for us in discipleship? So there's a lot of things we can do, but I want to start here today. If you have your Bibles, you can flip to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1, where this very short verse simply reads, follow me as I follow Christ. The NIV has it, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. And the New King James says it this way, 
imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. Now, imitation is the highest form of flattery. This verse is talking about a transfer of faith. The beginning of it is for us to live out our faith and say, listen, I'm not perfect, but I'm pursuing Jesus with great passion and intention in my life. And just to start this conversation up, when we think about what it takes to disciple our own children, I want to say that this journey starts with you. Your faith matters because your kids are watching you, right? We know this. We know our kids are watching us. They, they will say words that we say. Sometimes they'll say some words we didn't want to say and don't want them to say, if, you're, if we were to be honest here. But they'll say phrases and catchphrases and certain uh, tones that we'll take. They'll mimic us. They'll model us. They uh, model after us. They're, they're watching us, and there are, they are acting in a way that is responding to what we're doing. So whether we like it or not, they are following our example. So when we talk about discipleship, the very best way that we can begin this journey is to start with us, to think about our own faith, to make sure that we have a visible faith for them to follow, that the things that we are doing as we pursue Jesus become the things that they might do as they begin to understand what it means to pursue Jesus. And so we start with you, right? You guys know the saying, more is caught than taught. So we can set up a whole list of rules and you, got, you, need, you have to have boundaries in your family. You need that. It's essential. But the beginning of discipleship is our example. We got to live it first. So here's some ways to do that. First, let them see your faith. I don't know what age your kids are. Maybe they're real small. Maybe they're middle or high schoolers. But let them see your faith. In other words, like one idea is like do devotions in plain sight. I know it's better for you. You'll get more out of God's word if you're tucked away in some private place in the dark, you know, early in the morning or late at night. But maybe you should consider just doing your devotions in plain sight with even chaos all around you, but doing it in a way that they see you engaged with God's word. They see you reading the scripture. They see you wrestling with it. Maybe you're highlighting verses in your Bible or writing them on a note card and pinning them on the fridge. And and you're talking about saying, hey, I did my devotions this morning and this verse, it really stuck out at me. God spoke to me today. So let them see your faith. And just by modeling a, a faith that is connected to the word of God and the person of Jesus, you will shape their faith. It's an amazing thing. The second thing is don't, don't only let them see your faith, but as a family, experience faith together. Do things together that engage your faith. And so invite them into some devotional times. Don't make it too rigid and structured that they feel like, wow, it's me, I don't want to do it, you know. But like invite them to the table and invite them to experience faith together. 
One way to do that is at the Together Family Conference. So this July, we're going to gather families from all around at the, one of the nation's largest indoor water parks called Kalahari. And we're going to join together at the Together Family Conference. And I will, will want you to come and join us as well. The Together Family Conference, it's for the whole family. And during that time together, we'll equip your family with the essential traits to anchor you in Christ. The conference is designed with you in mind. It's short, practical, fast-paced sessions combined with meaningful application. And it will leave you and your family filled up and ready to stand firm in the face of whatever the world throws at you. So you might want to consider that as an option of experiencing faith together. Certainly, week by week, come worshiping together as a, as a family at your local church is a important and great way to experience faith together. But there's other ways you can serve together. You, you can do devotions together. You can pray together around the table. There's many ways to do it. But what you want to do is first model your own faith. Do your devotions in plain sight. Let them see your faith and then invite them to experience faith together. Now here's the deal. By doing those two very simple things, you will show them what to do. But here's the next thing. Don't just show them what to do. You ready? Tell them why you do it. G give them the inside scoop. And so, yeah, we, we need to be doing the right things. They're going to imitate us as we imitate Christ. They're going to follow us as we follow Christ. And to do that, we need to put our faith in action. And we know from James that faith without works is dead. And so don't just tell them about your faith. Model it. Don't just tell them how they should serve others. Show them. Don't just talk about missions or ministry during family devotion times or around the dinner table or, you know, in response to what the church is doing. Take your kids with you to share Jesus with lost people on the street and in your community. Like, do it together. Do the, do the, the things of faith in a visible way together. Live it out. Put your faith in action. Now, there's so many ways to do that. But as you go, don't just show them what to do. Yeah, yeah model it. That, that's a big idea here. But then tell them why you're doing it. Yeah, right. Like faith without works is dead. But works without understanding feels like an obligation. There's no joy in it. And listen, your kids are smart. They're curious. They, they, they want to ask, why are we doing this? Why, why, is we're do, why, is our, why does our family do this and other families don't? Why is this an important part of our weekend? Well, you say, well, going to church is an important part of our weekend because we recognize that we're part of the body of Christ. And we're all part of this body and we need to be connected with other believers. Tell them why you go to church. So yeah, do your devotions. Let them see you. But then tell them why you do your devotions. Maybe bring up John chapter 15 where Jesus says, remain in me. Or, or he's, he also says, apart from me, you can do nothing. And say, listen, in my life, my strength comes from the Lord. That's why I do devotions. I know you're watching me. I'm, 
I'm showing you, I'm telling you that this is a good thing to do, but let me tell you why. It's because Jesus is the source of all life. And when we remain in him, when we lean into him, when we draw from him, we experience life ourselves. And so tell them why. Show them what, but tell them why. And here's the last thing. Don't just pray for your kids. Pray with them. Now, I have three boys, and it is so important to pray for them. I pray for them. Like, I I would pray a prayer like this. I've prayed this prayer over my sons, and and I'm going to pray it toward my sons, this prayer. I just want you to listen in on this, but you could easily pray for your sons and daughters or for your daughters. You could just change the words of this prayer. But pray prayers like, Lord, I pray that my sons will develop an eternal perspective and purpose and just not an solely an earthly one. Help them to see life and every challenge through your eyes, eager and unafraid to share with others the good news of Jesus wherever they go. I pray that they will set their minds on things above, not just on what's going on here, and that they will be rooted and grounded in your love. Man, Lord, I I believe that for my sons. So I pray for them. But here's the thing. 1 Corinthians 11.1, follow me as I follow Christ. You know how we root the idea of prayer into their life? I don't just pray for them. I find times to pray with them. Hey guys, let's pray together. You're struggling with something? Let's pray and believe God for it. You're stressed about school? Let's pray for it. And not only that, let's pray for big things. Maybe you invite them to pray for some household things, some stuff that actually are real stresses and realities in your own life. Pray for big things and see what God does. And so let's be a people who model our faith. We want to disciple our kids. Let's start with us. We start with me in this case. So here's the deal. Each month we're, we're going to have uh, some, a specific theme and teaching. And then we're, we're going to leave you with an application for you to do with your family together. So in this case, 1 Corinthians 11, 1, follow me as I follow Christ. The application challenge for you this month is to pull your kids together and pray with them. Gather together as a family and pray together. Not just for them. Please pray for them all the time. Pray without ceasing. But find a time in the next 30 days to pray with them. And guess what? I want to challenge you. Pray for something big. Pray for something that you're, uh, you're needing God to move on. Pray for something that that has a significant impact. Don't just pray for uh, stuff that, um, you know, that's small things. I mean, do pray for small things, but pray for something big in their life and then see what God does. See how God moves as you talk about it and say, hey, we're praying for this big thing and we're believing for God to move. You want to disciple your kids? Let's start there. Pray with them. That's the challenge for this month. And so it's all out of this verse, 1 Corinthians 11.1, 1, follow me as I follow Christ. It's the first step in discipling your kids and leading a Christian household. And I'm praying for you as you step into that. So hey, I hope you enjoyed this very first episode of the Together Family Podcast. Click subscribe and, um, and join us 
with each upcoming episode. It's going to be great. We're going to have a lot of fun together. And I hope to see you this summer in July at the Together Family Conference in the Poconos at the Kalahari Water Park. You can get information on that at together.family. Thank you for listening to the Together Family Podcast. To learn more about how your family can join in the relentless pursuit of obedient disciples, check out our website, together.family. There you will find additional content, family resources, and information about the Together Family Conference.